at some point in this call, we have to get Max to do the recitation. Yes. Of the pond. Oh, would you like to do that right now? I can do it right now. Okay. <laughs> when the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. What he knows throws the blows when he goes to the fight, and he'll win the whole thing before he enters the ring. There's no body to batter when your mind is your might. So when you go solo, you hold your own hand, and remember that death is the greatest of heights. If you know where to stand, then you know where to land, and if you fall, it won't matter because you'll know that you're right. Mm. Dang. Ex oh, so... holder of the Guinness World Record of longest charting album title. Oh! Wow! Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Macy. Welcome to episode number 98. <laughs> Drum roll. Banging things. Dogs barking. Yes. <laughs> I w- you're editing this, so I wonder if you can add some of those sounds. In. I could. Y'all, tonight we are doing an episode on the one, the only, the Fiona Apple. Mm. Ooh. We're so excited. Um, We're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> right, Scott? <laughs> um, well, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I like that. I don't think we've ever done something like this before. I, I, I often use the word zeitgeist. Yes. You not like that? No, I'm fine with it. yes i'm fine with zeitgeist we are we're hitting a zeitgeist you seemed hesitant though well we have used it before there's another i don't think on the podcast i don't think we've ever said it into a microphone there is we said it when we did jesus king i think Hmm. i'm pretty sure zeitgeist is said yeah that might have been true that was the one time Mm -hmm. Uh and the other kanye episode that was like, okay, so two Kanye episodes mm-hmm. are in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steven Universe. Uh, I think you probably said zeitgeist Steven for that too. Universe future. Yeah, something that's currently happening. Yes. You know, um, that seems fun to do, but I already feel like we might have bitten off a little bit more than we can chew. Okay, everybody, here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. Fiona Apple. I love Fiona Apple with so much of my soul. My So much of my being loves Fiona Apple. We're probably not going to get that much into a journey, but <laughs> in the past, like I didn't discover Fiona Apple until a few years ago. And when I did, it was very powerful. And so we've been waiting and Fiona Apple was in the tickets, like on the list for artists that we would eventually cover some from the beginning, I would say. Has in she the always, tickets. Has she always been in the tickets? <laughs> I've never heard you use that word before. I don't think it's real, but I think it's I like it. at this point. She's always wow. been in the tickets for topics. <laughs> It's just rolling off the tongue at this point. I like it. And we were originally for this episode 98 going to do the books, which is one of my favorite. It's kind of like it's my turn to have an artist. Mm -hmm. And so I've been like, we need to do the books. And we were prepping for the books. I was listening to the books. And then Fetch the Bolt Cutters came out. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, kind of out of nowhere. It was meant to be released in October. And then Fiona dropped it early. And I think after the first listen, or maybe the second, I was like, should we switch it should we do fiona next (laughs) and i had already kind of been 
re-listening to Fiona. Like, I had a a renaissance stage of when I first discovered Fiona. I'll just go a little bit into my journey. The um, podcast is starting, everybody. Mm-hmm. We're getting right into it. And you guys get excited because later we're probably going to interview these friends that I'm about to mention. This is part one. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back and record on Sunday, probably. Sunday, and we're going to get people who are like, I consider myself a hardcore Fiona fan. And then my friends, Mac and Lindsay, and I think Aaron's going to come too, are probably more fans, especially Mac. Like Mac kind of, Fiona is Mac's artist in a lot of ways. So uh, wh- wh- what word are we going to use? Like I almost want to say like some something like historian, like a Fiona like oh <laughs> like the way mac <laughs> mac is like <laughs> knows so much about fiona and so okay so let me just get to the journey like an uber fan an uber fan yeah for sure for sure i mean more than even i would say i am with someone like tyler i, I mean i mean definitely at this point i've kind of that's saying a lot that is saying a lot I know. do you think um everybody assuming you've listened a little bit to this podcast before but even if you haven't whatever mm-hmm. um maybe Mac is on the level of these are some of Macy's friends, everybody mm-hmm. on the same level of you with Joanna or is, or is Mac just on an entirely different level that we can't comprehend a different level because Mac's also on a different level. In terms is Mac of like Kanye level the, with Fiona for me? I don't know. I think there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a level of an ability to get to the heart on the internet. Like, my friend Mac also has this ability to, I mean, she's more on the internet and on Twitter and in these, she keeps up so well with things. Mac, show up for this episode if we actually don't get this no, conversation I, with no, Mac. No, she will. She will. She's actually, she said yes twice. We've okay. already hyped it. So, okay, here's my journey, everybody. Please. I'm going to get back to my journey. I'm Macy and <laughs> I am Co-host of the in podcast. my, I've just graduated college. Oh, and now. now not right currently. Like now. No, you're no, no. I'm going to. This I is. Got it. I we're got going it. back. I'm Macy. Yeah. Just graduated college. I thought college. you were introducing yourself to the audience. Nope. I, I still okay. identify as female. I'm living a world where I'm working at a church, but I'm not oh, really uh, sure. What, what grade? What, what year? What this year? This is the year college? after college. Okay, 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 okay. This is when you and I are becoming friends and we're working together. Mm. I'm mm. probably at this point thinking we're friends, and Scott is thinking I'm not a friend. You already know me post college? Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, people, real time <laughs> realizations here. <laughs> what? When, when? When did you start? When did we start working together? Um, the Post year college. After, yeah, I graduated <laughs> college. I was out of college early when I was still working for Bianca. Yeah, but like, okay. So then the year after that, I was. It was my first year out of college. Yeah, but but you uh, we you can edit this out if it's not good. But like, so let me just figure this out. Uh, like, graduation is spring, mm-hmm. so you graduate and then start working for me. Yeah, with me, I like that better. But yeah, that was just then. Yeah, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I wow. mean, I had already stopped taking. I graduated. I walked in spring, but I was done after fall quarter. Okay, okay. So here you are, Macy Mooney. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Femme. Well. Not necessarily Identify. fi- identifying as female. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> so I live in this house now that I still live in. But it was a 
this was a, a figuring me out. Like we're working at this church. I'm not really sure if I'm liking it. Like working at this church, not working with you, but there's lots of <laughs> things going on in the background. And I spent a lot of time in this season going over to my friend's house and we would just all hang out and listen to music together pretty much all the time. It was almost every day by the end of the day, I just go over there and hang out for hours on end, just listening to music, watching music videos, hanging out. But it really was a lot of dedication to certain artists. And Fiona Apple was like, Mac would come home and want to play Fiona Apple. And I was okay. here for it. Okay, people, tonight's Fiona Apple. Exactly. Set the scene. Like, you're all sitting on beanbags. We're in like Mac's room at this old house. There's like a watching bed. some Watching some wrestling. And yeah, watching some wrestling. Mac has a really big desktop, and she had a hedgehog. We'd sit like <laughs> there's multiple beds in the room. Like depending on the night, there'd be two to five to more people. And I mean, it was like I was being inaugurated into like here's Fiona Apple. Mm-hmm. Here is why you should. I love can her. see how you would be all here for it. A hundred percent here yeah. for it. It was so much fun. It was like oh my gosh, and it's at this same season that I'm also discovering joanna newsom mm-hmm. and julian baker and like all of these artists the trifecta. It was, it, I know, it, really <laughs> was. it was very powerful and we would just stay up watching live performances like mac had found all of these really hidden really old videos that were pretty high quality of fiona and i mean if anything if you haven't listened to this out al- this new album go listen to it but then also everybody i other recommendation is to go watch Fiona Apple perform because she's an incredible artist but a performer live it's like she gives so much of herself with every song it's watching it you can tell she goes emotionally to that place she was when she was writing it it feels like as she's performing if not further and Hmm. you get so brought into it so I I'm so nostalgic for that season of listening and it to me, I was drawn to Fiona Apple for lots of reasons. I mean, first of all, she's just, like, very poetic with her writing and so smart and also so powerful and yet really vulnerable and really raw at the same time. She seems to be holding that tension of being, like, angry and powerful and almost chaotic, but also vulnerable, and yet it seems... Like, it it feels so in control. Like, she's in control of what she's doing, and she's allowing herself to do it, and she's, I don't know. There's just, I, watching her was so empowered by Fiona. Was there there a moment in those early days where you're, like, sitting with the the pals? The pals. And there was, like, a a, a song or a video or a line or a moment where you, like, got star-eyed, and you were, like, Not about love. Not about uh, love. Yeah, Live yeah. performance is not about love. I mean, that still is my favorite <laughs> I knew you'd know it. I knew you'd know the moment. <laughs> but <laughs> or it's, a moment, at least. It's when she's banging on the piano, yelling it's not about love. And, like, it's also one of those things when you can learn the lyrics and you can sing along, too. You feel so empowered. And, yeah, so that song, I mean, also the music videos. And this is the fun thing is I discovered Fiona after she had four albums out. So... I at first was like, okay, title, I guess we'll like start there. And Mac was Mac's favorite album is Win the Pawn. And so we listened to a lot of Win the Pawn. And I think Fiona's performances are probably some of her best in Win the Pawn. Hmm. 
Um, but then my favorite album up until Watch the Bolt Colors, which I don't know if it's in there. It's it's too early to say, I think. But in our own home. So Reuven also likes Fiona Apple. And in this season, I would start to play Fiona Apple. And he really liked her, too. And actually on Christmas, Mac, Reuven, and I, one year it was just the three of us. And we spent Christmas going to Din, Fa- Din Tai Fung and then going back and watching Fiona Apple videos. That's <laughs> a good vibe. Which was <laughs> so fun. Um, but Reuven and I really like Idler Wheel. And so in this home... Is Din Tai Fung only in Seattle? I don't know, you guys. It's dumplings. It's delicious. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. It's very expensive, at least for me and my working yeah. class budget. But... Um, where am I on my journey? I'm just going all in on Go the all in. <laughs> oh, Idler Wheel. I think okay. So seven years ago, seven years ago, I know is when it came wild? out. It is really wild. Originally, my favorite album was Extraordinary Machine. I was like, this is my album because Extraordinary Machine, that song itself, is mm. poetic genius. It's amazing. That to me was the song that I really needed in that moment. Like, come springtime that year, having a song like Extraordinary Machine that's saying, "I'll make the most of this." I'm an extraordinary machine in the midst of chaos, in the midst of doubting myself like i am this extraordinary machine was such a powerful album and song but i've grown to change and either wheel is now considered i would consider my favorite album over this well i don't know i haven't i haven't brought fetch the bolt cutters into the discussion yet because it feels like i said too early i need to sit with it longer um it's so good it's so good um so and she made that song with her sister there's my journey yeah and yeah. her sister's on some of the vocals for fetch the bolt mm-hmm. cutters um i don't know i guess if there's anything else like she's just then been consistent and i would say it's really funny i guess I, before this last album, Fetch the Boat Cutters, it's probably subconsciously because I knew that was coming, but also just life circumstances has drawn me back to Fiona album and listening to her. And I feel as though she was saying something to me a year and a half ago, two years ago. How long ago was that? Three years ago? I'm getting old. When I was first discovering her. (laughs) Since I was first discovering her. She was saying a lot to me then, and listening back in the past, like, month, I feel like I'm getting a whole new wave of things that are being communicated through this music. Like, it's reaching me in a different spot and level now, and I kind of hate her for it, but I love her for it. So... <laughs> what do you mean by that? What 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 is What does Macy mean by that? I mean, there's just some songs that say it so perfectly... Um, and you hate her and love her for it. Right. Like, Love Ridden. If I listen to Love Ridden, it can take me to a place that's so honestly helpful for me to process things, and it's good, and yet every word feels like it's written for the situation, and it's almost too real. It being Love written. Ridden. Love Ridden. Which album is that from? Uh, Win the Pawn. Yeah. Uh, Win the Pawn, right. Win the Pawn is, like, was, is currently getting me hard. I would say <laughs> in a certain, in a certain, what, what, a, what a strange sentence that sounds, that sounds like a man becoming a, aroused. It does. It does. <laughs> Is that what you meant it to sound like? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 
what is it? It's not that. <laughs> it's not that. It's oh just. Oh my gosh! What a funny way of saying it. Um. <laughs> you can say it that way if you want. I mean, I just think Fiona speaks getting about getting you in a profound way. Getting me in a profound way. I mean, she's she speaks to her experience so. Oh, like honestly and rawly, and that's what I love about Fiona, and it's just so like poetic feels like the wrong word but it's it's said in a way that feels true to your experience and yet it's also her telling her own story but it's it's also speaking to you at the same time um so i don't know i guess there's some of my journey and then fetch the bolt gutters came out and it's like well what was it like <sighs> like wh- i mean like I wonder one of my favorite I forget which album it was but like back in the days when we unwrapped CDs mm-hmm. there was a Jay-Z album that came out and the whole opening is like he's he's like his voice comes in and he's saying if you're like me you're opening the CD for the first time and you're opening the plastic and you're looking at the credits and mm-hmm. you're sitting in your car and you're putting in the disc for the first time and he just made it so nostalgic and yeah. you're like as you're listening to it, yeah, like you're like, yeah, I just did this. For me, I had just gone to Easy Street Records and bought the album and put it in my car. Mm-hmm. And he's narrating it for me. And he's like, I hope this means something to you because this is like a year's worth of work. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like what's about to come, you know? And uh, I feel like something similar happened for you with this album. It's like you're like, oh, my gosh, a new Fiona album. Here I go. You don't open the CD, but like, you're no, like, it's there. I mean, I was waiting for it. I was like, is it going to come at midnight? Is it going to mm-hmm. come at 9 p.m.? Because we live on the West Coast. And it did come mm-hmm. at like nine. It was, I think, a little earlier. And I read the first song and I went, fuck you, Fiona. <laughs> I want you to love me. <laughs> and uh, uh, we listened. To, I listened to it first. Love me. <laughs> That's not even as long as it goes. Love we could even insert tracks. Um, no, no, no. My singing is better. <laughs> I was listening to it with Ruben and Matthew. We're making dinner, and I was like, "You guys, I have to play it." We were like mm-hmm. in the middle of making it, and we started listening. And I want you to love me comes on, and I immediately was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I am so annoyed because they're." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed. <laughs> there's songs that feel like they're written by you, and then there's songs that they feel like they're written at you. Mm. And Fiona, either I feel like in vegetable cutters and honestly most of her songs it's like this is either at me or i can totally feel fiona in this situation and it's nice to have both (laughs) um but yeah we were listening and as we were cooking in i want you to love me there is this moment where she starts kind of going and using Mm -hmm. her voice in really (laughs) cool ways and i don't know who said it first i think all of us were like meredith monk is this meredith monk who's shown up and Ruben. I think it was really, ex- influence on us. really exciting. Um, I mean, I was enjoying it right away. Everybody pause the podcast right now and go look up Meredith Monk. It's true. This is we should one day do an episode on Meredith Monk. I'm, I would have to deep dive her, but yeah. Um, I mean, amazing uh, vocalist, yeah. experimental artist, all things. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately loved it. I don't know. We were cooking and... I could tell. I was like, okay, we're all here together. We're listening. And I knew. I was like, I'm going to definitely need to listen to this on my own. <laughs> because. Oh, yeah, I'm here in the room right now, but pretty soon I will disappear I will with my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be gone. Um, 
I was reading the lyrics, and I mean by Shamika, I'm like, I'm in on this album. Shamika said I had potential. And then Fetch the Bolt Cutters bum, comes bum, on, bum, and I'm bum. like, oh my Fetch gosh, she cutters. is delivering. I'm feeling it. Like this album, by the time Fetch the Bolt Cutters comes on, I'm pumped in my body. Pumped. <laughs> um, this is and good. Then under this the is table, really good. This is the good content we need <laughs> here. Under the table, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that song to me, I'm like. I can be both components in that song, and that's frustrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? I do think, well, yeah, I'll stop there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I feel like thoughts, we could have thoughts. a whole discussion on Under the Table because I feel like you love that. I immediately, I could see you in that song, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, Scott needs to listen to this song at least and mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, no, so then we finished cooking and eating, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put my beats on. And I was at your house because I was watching your dog. And <laughs> so now I will always be nostalgic for that album at your house. Crazy. Um, walking around, listening. So I would listen to it often, all the time for like those four days I was there. Ever since it's come out, I have yet to not listen to at least five times, I'd say, a day. So... Um, there's Man. my update. <laughs> I, I think we're already into the album. We are. You know what I mean? We are, but I think you should give maybe a very, I mean, up to you. Uh, do you want to share, like, where where have you been at with Fiona up until this album? Because she's a popular artist. She came, She was more popular when you were younger. Like, she's an older artist to me and wasn't at her, like, I don't know, pop time when I was in my teens. Yeah, I don't know about pop time. I mean, like, that was a, that was a you way of saying it. I don't know about pop time. Um, you know, I, I mean, maybe if there's anybody listening that's my age, uh, like, we all know that, like, when I was in high school, it was, like, the TRL days. And it's, like, Carson Daly and Britney Spears and NSYNC and all that. And, like, there were artists that came around that were sort of a foil to that energy, like the pop glossy energy. Mm-hmm. And... I guess the only thing I'd say about Fiona for me personally developmentally is like, I feel like society was aggressively telling me you should prefer these pop artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Fiona was somebody that from a very early age was calling out to me, like mm-hmm. with her authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think I was watching a, I think we're in a little bit, this is sort of like a, um, table of contents that we do, but we're already into the episode. Um, talking about the idea that Pitchfork gave this album a 10 out of 10, which it hasn't done in 10 years. Are we going to get into that? Not right now. Okay. Later, I think. We will later, everybody. Um, I've been watching a lot of reviews. It's funny, like, I bet, like, this week I've listened to the album once a day. Mm-hmm. And m- the way I've been trying to experience the album is while also wa- watching reviews and listening to reviews and reading reviews while listening no 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 oh, i'm oh, like i'm like listening i'm listening meaning i'm watching youtube reviews listening to reviews okay what, what, what phrase that is like okay you're saying you're doing that as well as listening yeah i listen I, yes. l- I listen i make sure i'm listening to this album at least yes. once a day yeah. probably once a day mm-hmm. um like last night i think you and i were live texting each other about listening down that was my right. listen for the day right you know um but Anthony Fantana, who I also like, first of all, also when it comes to reviews and reviewers, I like them. 
Mm-hmm. So Scott I'm, is really here. I'm for a that I'm thing. a snob about review snobbery, meaning if somebody's like, oh, Anthony Fantano, Pitchfork, or Slate, or you know, all these, uh, or Salon, uh, wh- what's what's the one? Um, Spin Magazine. That's another one that's like a, l- a little bit pretentious. We don't listen or read reviewers, and I'm like, that's a certain form of pretentiousness. It's like I don't I don't let Pitchfork dictate to me what a good album is. But I think it's really interesting in terms of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are people that take music very seriously. Yeah. And they haven't given a 10 in 10 years. I think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that to say, Anthony Fantano was saying, and it instantly resonated with me, one of my favorite artists is Tom Waits. And so Fiona Apple is sort of in that ballpark of like very raw, honest, strange, weird, in quotes, because they're not part of the natural landscape of what a female artist is supposed to be or something like that. But also like yelling and screeching and doing interesting, cool, different things with their voice. But also Tom Waits incorporates a lot of jazz and spoken word. And um, Anthony Fantano says something about this new album, which was like uh, um, the sounds were rickety. Yes. I like oh my that. gosh. Yes. <laughs> you I mean it's a you feel the house. Yeah. You yeah. cannot listen to this album and not feel the house being in it and mm-hmm, a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um I think Fiona for people that listen to this podcast is like me, an Enneagram five wing four, has always intrigued me mm-hmm. and um had my attention. Yeah. Um I, I won't say anything more. I That's think it. one day oh, we're going to have Fiona. to have an episode where we just talk. Like, we literally just go through Best Fiona Apple lyrics from That'd be all great. the albums. That'd be wonderful. That could be another whole thing because mm-hmm. I'm like, we need, we, sh- I, like, I want us to talk about Fetch the Bolt Cutters, but I'm like, oh my gosh, Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think we'll do a break. Okay, we'll do we a break. Back, we'll talk we about this back, album. We'll talk about the album, yeah. and then we'll talk about what it's on Pitchfork. And then when we get back from that, we'll do a really fun interview with my friends. Yeah. yeah, isn't that interesting? Okay. It's not going to happen tonight, but it will happen. When we come back, uh, fetch the bolt cutters. I've been thinking about when I was trying to be your friend. I thought it was then, but it wasn't. It wasn't genuine. I was just so furious, but I couldn't show you Cause I know you, and I know what you can do And I don't want to war with you, I won't afford it You get sore even when you win Everybody, we are back We are back Everybody, we're back Okay, wait, I'm gonna do a quick thing Hey, everybody (laughs) Hey, everybody Quick moment to just Okay, I'm gonna try one more time (laughs) I'm glad you Okay, hey everybody, just a quick plug and plea, if you haven't already, could you take a moment to pause this podcast, or you could just keep listening while you're doing this, go onto iTunes and give us a rating and review. It would be nice if you just gave us the stars that you feel, but it would be even more helpful and maybe even more nice if you wrote a few reasons why you like listening, why others could listen, what interests you about the podcast, anything. We appreciate it in our souls, and then it also totally helps other people find our podcast, and it helps our, like, 
algorithms for ways people can find no small thing. So it would mean a lot to us and it would really be no small thing if you did that. Okay, we're now going to come back to you with some Fiona thoughts. Okay, you guys, we are back and we're about to talk about fetch those effing bolt cutters. <laughs> Get them out, fetch them, and use them, everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> this album. What, what is happening? Your, what, what are is your initial happening? thoughts on this album, Scott? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, um. You know, I think I think I think we both like things that sound different, mm-hmm. and so it, to my ears, I always have like um, a uh, a spacious space in my spirit for a s- album that sounds different and compelling. Mm-hmm. It's not just like different for different sake. It's like if it's different and also s- saying something and also has a I don't know, a vision of sorts. Yeah. Um, so I could just tell right from the beginning that these were different sounds and different, a different approach. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it is Fiona. So it's not like I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, this is completely off brand for right. Fiona. But at the same time, I mean, this song, the, the, the song that starts the album, I want you to love me. And I was saying earlier, like, I think, I loved I love the idea of your first impression of an album, you know. Mm-hmm. And um I think it starts with some like very interesting I almost want to play it in my head. Play well, we could play enough. it. We could play it potentially here. Yeah. Uh synth? Mm-hmm. Is it synth? It's a, it's like an accordion? I don't know. I'm going to play it right here. Gosh, Ruben, I just looked over and your hair looks so fucking good. Yeah. Boom. Okay, so so the way I describe the sound on the first song, right out, right out the gate, is like strange, childish, Casio. Uh, it gets you up though. It's like to me, it immediately gets me like, mm, buddy, moving. Yeah, that's a different approach. <laughs> Th- that is a different approach, which is really interesting. Like a different <laughs> like way uh, I'm experiencing it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yet thinking getting me my body. There's different parts of the album that are like that, but I'm thinking this is interesting mm-hmm. and weird and strange because it's a very, that that noise at the beginning is a very um, like cheap noise. It's kind of surprising. It's mm-hmm. surprising that she starts with it. And yet that the cheap noise might does feel kind of accurate, but then it's, I mean, the song shifts and changes and there's something totally different by the end, which Absolutely. I kind of feel like almost all of these songs are. Mm-hmm. It's, like this trans like so much transpires in the song even if it's repeating the same lines yes yes and so then right after those casio sounds people some people in my age will know what i mean by casio <laughs> yeah i, I don't know um, like, there's like some big piano energy mm-hmm. coming in and that right again now i'm being transported to like what i would call like steven sondheim vibes okay um and so he's he writes musicals he did something called into the woods and Is that's the woods to grandma's house no into the woods to grandma's oh house. yeah yeah you know that yeah 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 uh into the woods to grandma's house yeah 
yeah and so all of a sudden it's like this it's got this i've never heard those two things together that i can remember like hmm. this this strange opener to your big album that hasn't happened in seven years is like this weird like cheap casio energy and then combined with the big piano the piano you know or that's the next one but like um yeah dun 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 yeah i mean i'm not gonna we'll like it. scat it but here there's something about fiona in this album especially more than any other i've always kind of felt this that fiona plays the piano like i mean we we've discussed it as a house the piano is technically a percussion instrument mm-hmm. although i always thought it was a string instrument mm-hmm. but she really is playing the piano in such a like a drum set kind mm-hmm. of way banging on the keys and either wheel i think was fiona starting to kind of reach this new level of craftsmanship and also moving more towards drumming and percussion and we get hot knife and we have these albums that are more like surround sounding timpanies timpanies yes and this album right away as she's playing the piano i'm like oh we are about to get it we're about to get it like it it, you can tell that it's going to be Mm -hmm. you're gonna get what you wanted Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um she always has a great first song So, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm just, I was, I was ca- trying to capture my first impressions. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm wanting to just say that, like, there is a sense of a feeling. Mm-hmm. There's a feeling. There's, there's a thank you. It's almost a feeling of gratitude. It's like, this is what I want from music and from art and from an artist mm-hmm. and from somebody like Fiona. And there's also a, a sigh of relief almost o- over somebody like Fiona not blowing it like sometimes you have all this this investment in a in an artist like fiona because she's sort of this darling and this genius and Mm -hmm. and you just hope like what happened to freaking kanye that they're not going to release an album that you're embarrassed of yeah and i remember listening to kanye's album recently like so wanting to like it and the feeling never came i'm like i think this might be good but oh and then the next song comes on you're like oh no oh maybe and you're trying to find glimmers of liking it and like right i think this whole album i was like i love this this is it oh she's doing it <laughs> i know i was never i was not like ever disappointed by yeah. this album yeah. immediately i was like oh we've got it and i think you're right there has been a lot of anticipation fiona has been coming out in the past years like slowly being a little bit more in the public side she went very like dark or not dark but like more private and she's been posting on youtube these like really mm-hmm. weird videos where it's like her and her dogs and she's mm-hmm. all over the place and she's so fiona and it feels Kinda like manic. she's yeah and it feels like she's living her best creative life and this album does feel like her album that's been the most limitless in terms of it being her own 
project and doing it out of her own home. Mm -hmm. And you can immediately sense that in it. Like there's a sense of independence in this album that even though her other albums have it, I mean, this album is freaking fetch the bolt cutters. It is the album of liberation and freedom. That's, that's the premise of it. (laughs) And she's doing that in making this album at the same time. What was your first impression? Your first impression, well, I Want You to Love Me was great, but I think Shamika was the song where I was like, oh my gosh, the like, I'm pissed off, funny, and warm, I'm a good man in the storm. Immediately, I was like, what is this line? <laughs> the way she sings it, all of it, I was like, oh my gosh. And like, immediately, I'm like, Shamika says I have potential, I'm like singing dun, dun, it dun, up dun, and dun. down. That song, Shemika to me, is, potential. that gets me really in it. But yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Stomping on leaves. Stomping <laughs> on leaves. I mean, going to school. Immediately, back, 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 I'm angry. pumped. I also was you know very excited that fiona is this album she kind of goes and explores i mean shamika she's exploring her middle school self and her younger self like childhood fiona and that felt really as a listener and as someone who loves fiona and feels kind of invested in who she is like i'm not just invested in her music i'm invested in fiona Mm -hmm. as a person who's doing things it I, as a listener, am instantly gratified knowing, like, oh, my gosh, I'm picturing this, like, angsty Fiona walking around school and middle school, and I can picture myself there, but I also love to have this image of her, and she's giving us that, and it's done in such a way, and this... I also immediately was like, I can't wait to know the words of this album and to be able to sing along, because I feel so powerful singing along to Fiona. So... Yeah, I think Shamika was my the song that I mean, so I want you to love on, me. Like, okay. I mean, I'm like okay. I'm also I like this. I'm yeah, also yeah. a little bit like why is Fiona singing this song because mm. I've said it before. There's a few songs on this album and by Fiona that feel very directed at me. And <laughs> there's just no getting around that. There's a reality of like experiencing these albums where you're at you know and so she's hitting at some (laughs) emotional relational place and there was it's like I felt both liberated by it and like scorned (laughs) now I mean honestly though that's probably why we listen to music like this or experience art like it it makes us feel something right mm-hmm. like gets us in touch reads us yeah and, and that's what's really cool is like the idea of somebody just being completely honest and authentic about their own experience makes you get in touch with your own right and i mean there's something really cathartic about having a song that feels like it's addressing you and then also have songs that feels like you're addressing someone there's something so cathartic about having that space where you can just allow the words to kind of like sink over you and be brought there and it's I mean this album has really helped me process a lot of a lot of stuff I'm very grateful for this album in that way and thank you Fiona (laughs) um and then the next song is fetch the bolt cutters which I don't know we're not gonna come up with the top list but there's no getting around I mean it's the thesis of the album it's the title of the album and I mean that song from top to bottom is so good the repetition of fetch the bolt cutters whatever happens the dogs that come at the end that <laughs> feels like its own fetching of the bolt cutters yeah do you have any thoughts on fetch <laughs> fetch i think we're doing your your first impressions <laughs> <Are we laughs> still doing first? 
Are we going song by song right now? I don't know. I mean, after after this, I'm I'm kind of wrapped up in where you're going. I feel like I already told my first impression in my journey <laughs> because then we just I kept listening and then I went back and listened again. Yeah. And I think for the first, you know, it's the first night you listen to an album, you're still getting to know it. But then the next morning, I do think it was playing it in the morning and being like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, my gosh, this is this is what she's saying here. And oh, my gosh, I get this now and I can get this reference and the story's being mm-hmm. told. And did, did she mention bats earlier? Is she mentioning bats again? Like what's those this, kinds of with these things. Bats? Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Did you know that Fiona Apple also really loves slugs? Oh, gosh. <laughs> slugs. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other topic. Do you have any other first impressions? Oh, I mean, I mean, I was really I was really listening to it with a lot of women in my life in mind. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to it and just getting really teary. I just mm-hmm. kept I just kept thinking, um, I mean, again, I don't I don't. Uh, I think this is a little bit of my dilemma in this whole conversation is like, I don't know if my voice is the most important voice of, to comment on fetch the bolt cutters. Cause it is a very, in my opinion, like a very, it's a feminine skewing feminine experience. It's, it's definitely a female empowered experience yeah. album. Um, and it's, I mean, it's Fiona speaking truth to the, experiences that she's had being a female in the music industry being a female that's a celebrity being a female in relation to other folks mm-hmm. and yeah no she's she really goes the distance like for her that song i mean hearing that song for the first time when it's the good morning part and you're like is yeah. that for her yeah yeah and you're like oh and she says like he raped me in the same bed your daughter was born in. And it's it's one time she says it's, it. It's, and it's, it's like it's a soul killing, sickening line. Terrible feeling. Tragic. It is so tragic. Beyond. And yet the al- that song is also really powerful. powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she says, I mean, that good morning part, it is the biggest hit of the album. That that switch good over. Morning. And you, uh, you know it's coming like yeah. good morning. And I don't you can't really sing along to that no, line. No, 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 no. But you're there and she says it and you like I, you sit with it silently. Floor, yeah. And then I go and then I'm like, good morning. I go back to singing yeah. and I'm like, OK, you know, it hits you. And I think that's what she's. I mean, she does so well. She storytells so mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from such, I feel like this album is, it does speak to her experience. And I think that a lot of people find, including myself, but I think a lot of people could find a lot of healing in an album like hers. You know, in this, in this album where she's really she goes the distance of being honest and explaining a relationship in such in such a dimensional way like it feels like there's so many songs that are they're all interlaced and yet they're individual songs but by the end of the album there's it feels like such a well-rounded way in which Fiona has kind of exposed you to her experiences exposed you to what she's been through but also alongside that you've been with Fiona fighting back 
and by the end you feel like empowered to fight yourself and it's like you you get to be on that journey with her throughout this album this tension this push and this pull um in all these songs well it's so good it's so good that is so good no i mean i think that just does a great job of summing up the overall energy of the album um I think Fetch the Wool Cutters does speak to everybody, though. I think, I mean, even the, the title itself, we've been saying this a lot to each other, like talking, like Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Like, it's not just about her experience of being, yes, a female artist, being, like, her experience in relationship. It's also this idea of Fetch the Bolt Cutters, the song itself, is more than anything about fetching the bolt cutters and cutting down the images and the boxes that she had put herself in mm. or at least like had created for herself like these these limits on herself it's it's mostly i think a self liberating it's fetching the bolt cutters on her own self it's such a great phrase <laughs> it is. Oh, I mean, it's. Uh, did you know where she got it? No. She's watching some Netflix show. I forget what it is. And somebody said it. They said, fetch the bolt cutter. She went, oh, that's the <laughs> album song. That's the album title. That's what it's going to be. So, um, sorry. I want to get up some of the lyrics. Please. 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 I will. <laughs> um, okay. Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. <laughs> fetch the bolt cutters. Um. Mm, I don't know if I'm reading any lines. Okay. Make it too emotional? No, I'm just like, I might just like play it. Play it, yeah. Do you want to play it now and then and then you can insert it? Is that too much work? I've been oh, realizing like you're creating some work for yourself if you want to insert fine. a, a song. Oh, yeah, I think it's this part This that I would say is the af- it's the second verse of it. While I had not yet found my bearings, those it girls hit the ground comparing the way I was to the way she was, Mm. saying I'm not that stylish enough and cry too much. And I listened because I hadn't found my own voice yet. Mm. So all I could hear was the noise that people make when they don't know shit. But I didn't know that yet. Mm. I grew up in the shoes they told me I could fill. When they came around, I would stand real still. A girl can roll her eyes at me and kill. I got Mm. the idea I wasn't real. Mm. I thought being blacklisted would be grist for the mill mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. I realized I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. I grew up in the shoes they told me I couldn't fill. Shoes that were not made for running up that hill. And I need to run up that hill. Mm. I need to run up that hill. I will, I will, mm. I will, I will. Fetch the bolt cutters. Mm. I've been mm. here too long. Mm. Fetch the bolt cutters. Whatever happens, whatever happens. Whatever happens. I mean, it is happens. this ultimate. It's it's both the things around her, but then also that those things allowed around her allowed her to have a certain image of herself. And it's saying, no, I'm not going. Like, I mean, that line of I need to run up that hill. I need to run up the hill. It's not it's not a it's not a want. It's a need. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that, that line, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I feel the, oh, grab the bolt cutters, <laughs> whatever happens. And I love that. Like it's, it's that, it's understanding there, there's going to be consequences, but if yeah. you like, if you need to fetch the bolt cutters and liberate yourself from something, do that, you know, don't, I think that that's also what I love about Fiona and this album. It's like. 
trusting who you are and trusting yourself and, and knowing that you know what's best for you. Yeah, yeah. She, I was listening to an interview and she was talking about that, of how this album really is the epitome of her realizing that, you know, and she was talking about how the message she would give to her younger self is to, you know, there's a lot of people who will give you really nice advice and they, they're looking out for you, but like, you know what you want most and you need to trust your vo- voice the most. She was like, I wouldn't change time, but that is what I would tell my younger self is that like, you can trust your voice and like you, you do know what you're saying. You do know what you're talking about. I love that. What I mean, what comes up for you personally when you hear that phrase "fetch the bolt cutters" or when you're hearing that song? Maybe, maybe not necessarily. You don't have to get like detaily personally in terms of sharing personal information, but like in a broad sense. In a broad sense, I think it is like I'm 25, and I think I'm still like it's as much as I think I am trying to often make sure that I'm paving my own path it, it has given me pause to think what things am I plugging into right now that maybe 10 years from now I'm not sure I want to be plugging into and kind of reevaluating and seeing areas of my life that like what path do I want and where do I want to be going and thinking really trying to allow myself space and almost force myself to to think through like what do I desire yes kinds of things and and giving myself space for that I don't I don't even necessarily know if I know right now but it's this album is this idea of take your own life into your own hands you are the one controlling your destiny so what do you need to do to do that you you can do that whatever happened like yes think about consequences but at the same time and this is this is where I'm like Apple's probably a four like this feels like it's appealing (laughs) like but like don't lose yourself in it like in this whole figuring out life thing like do thing like you have to follow yourself whatever happens outside of that like and I agree like there isn't anything like I wouldn't want to sacrifice myself for anything yeah that's so good that's what's coming to mind what does anything come to your mind Fetch the bolt cutters. Um, I mean, I mean, for the sake of the podcast, it's like if we're thinking about like our ego fixations in the Enneagram, it's like, of course, like you want to get out of that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a good energy to harness in terms of wanting to do that work. Um, so it's inspiring, I guess, but it also seems sometimes slightly impossible you know <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean slightly impossible and yet i'm also like and yet the most important thing to do yeah i totally believe that yeah, yeah. i mean that's what we're here that's why we're here talking about it yeah that's why we're here talking about enneagram episodes <laughs> why we potentially want to talk about more about the a course in miracles you know yeah um we're already at an hour four i know i know we'll we'll wrap this up so yeah. Do you I don't think we need to do a pitchfork conversation. 
Well, did you want to say anything in Slash? Do you want to talk about Under the Table? I would love to briefly just give a shout out to the song Heavy Balloon. Let's which do is it. It's a really good song. It really <laughs> speaks to my soul. It gets me feeling really fired up, and I appreciate it because I needed, I needed a Fiona song. This is kind of like Walt. It's kind of like uh, Extraordinary Machine. It's a song where Fiona is like, guess what? I, like, I go to these dark places. I am a heavy balloon. Life is freaking heavy and I can get in these ruts, but it's like, and it's, it's said with such honesty and vulnerability and realness. And then she goes, but you know what? I spread like strawberries. I climb like peas and beans. And she says it in such a like, yes, like a yelling, proud, defiant. It's like defying and saying like, Yes, those dark and, things happen. And happens. really interesting, strange way to say it. Well, strawberries spread out. Yeah. And cover a garden, and peas and beans climb up. I know, I, I, obviously, <laughs> you know, yes. You know these. But things. but it's a great. It's, it's again. It's like way. something that catches your ear. You're like, huh? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. I've been sucking it in so. Long yeah. Dang. And I'm busting at the seams. Yeah. And that song There's immediately. A big, I'm like, mmm. Big, big, strong, confident. Righteous indignation. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then you know we got relay, which I think is so good. Relay, <laughs> and then you know, drum set. <laughs> and then you know drum set. <laughs> and then you know drum set, <laughs> which is is actually probably one of my favorites. It's probably one of it. Pro- that one probably is. Would you like to say anything about drum set? <laughs> 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 In some in some ways, in theory, I almost feel like this is the intro because we're gonna have another conversation. I know. You know, so maybe I'm also like giving myself an opportunity, some potential to have a deep dive under the table. Right with now, Mac and Lindsay. Oh, we could do it with them if you yeah. want. Do you want to we'll do? Do you want to say anything right now about it? I like it. It's such. <laughs> I a think good it's my song. favorite song on the it's album. It's such yeah, a good yeah. song. Yeah, that's. I all won't I'll shut say. up. I won't shut up. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's yeah. so boring. I was listening to <laughs> an interview with Yoda, and she was talking about that song, and it sounds like it was some like big celebrity person or some like person in that world that had made her come to a dinner, and I was like not kicking her under the table, but like giving her dagger eyes because she kept saying things, <sighs> and then she wrote this song where she was like. Good but for you her. know what? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it's not a, it's today. I will say what I want to say, and I don't give a crap if you will let me or not. Because guess what? Somebody can't tell me I can or can't say something. <laughs> it's such a universal feeling. Yeah. Being shushed or kicked under the table. So. Yeah. You know that that's a great. It's such a. She good tells. Song. It, I mean, and she. Uh, not only does she speak to that that feeling, but the way she kind of sets it all up you're you feel like you're really there and like it's so i don't know i'm like yep exactly i know exactly the feeling you're feeling fiona (laughs) (laughs) um and cosmonauts is pretty interesting it's a whole other thing too cosmonauts is a really good song yeah cosmonauts is a really good song yeah (laughs) it that song also takes me to a really emotional place um yep we're doing something pretty creative with this episode because, I mean, obviously th- we think like ho- we're hoping like there's some actual true no small thing followers that 
are here to listen to this album throughout the week and join us for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we're also hoping that maybe, well, who knows? I would love for some Fiona fans to just find this and like vibe out listening to the conversation. Hear people love Fiona. And, and also we don't know where this conversation is about to go in terms of uh, your pals, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I feel like this is again, like it almost feels like the intro just to tease uh, what's coming ahead. These are some true big fans. Of Fiona. Yes. Yes. I mean, these are the people. Some pros. That, that brought Fiona into my life. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be like an interview. Like, we really want to hear their thoughts. Yes. You yes. know? And what how it's impacted them. 100%. And I feel like it'll be cathartic for the listeners. I think so, too. I yeah. mean, it's cathartic for me as a friend to hear my friends talk about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I think that this is it for just the Scott and Macy portion. Um, we'll see you on the flippity flop of this transition. <laughs> When the one who's burned turns to pass the torch Evil is a relay spark When the one who's burned turns to pass the torch Evil is a relay spark When the one who's burned turns to pass the torch Evil is a relay spark When the one who's burned turns to pass the torch Okay, y'all, we are here. We've got Mac, Lindsay, and Aaron. We are Zooming them currently. So we've got our mics, but they are on a Zoom call. They're calling us from their home. Hi, you guys. Hi. Live from Scala, Washington. <laughs> Live from which house? <laughs> Live from like two miles away from you. I wish you were here so badly in the room. Well, I'll post a picture of their setup, but they've set themselves up in a really cool looking, um, <laughs> and very intentional way. It's nice. Yeah. It's just we don't have enough chairs. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very good. Okay, so I've already hyped the you all up in this episode as being the people who have brought me music that has saved my soul. And I've already hyped all of us up in the fact that we used to all listen to Fiona Apple like every night together. So every night all the time. So on on the podcast we like to do quote unquote journeys. So I guess the question is to y'all, what's your journey with Fiona Apple? When did you first discover your love for her? What was it like? All of that. <laughs> I will never forget the first day. No, our first day. Simply couldn't. Um, <laughs> would you tell the story of please, our first, please. our first Big introduction? day of Fiona? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. Okay. Uh, so we, the first time we ever listened to Fiona Apple, we sat down at this exact same setup in a different house. <laughs> my desk, my big computer screen. We had Lindsay on her bed, and we were like, "All right, today's the day." we should listen to this. So we started with title. We did chronological order through all four albums that had been out at the time. And then like, I think we listened to the title twice in a row actually. Um, and then we just like kept listening to all four in a row for like, well, till currently, but like probably for like two or three months straight. That's like <laughs> all we straight. did. Nonstop like, listening for- It was like four years. three months I feel like of that's the only person. Yeah, literally. We were like, we would always say, like, I can't imagine not wanting to listen to these episodes. <laughs> and only these, like, like we verbatim would say, we <laughs> tried to put something else on and it was never the correct vibe. It was like, no, we have to enough. go back. We have to go back to Fiona. It was like a very specific time. 
for me, my boyfriend had just moved out and like I was dealing with this weird end of our relationship that was like ongoing for three months while we still live together. Yeah. Ooh. And he moved out and like, oh yeah. That's <laughs> complicated. Like, yeah. That is complicated. It was. So, like, right after, like literally like four days after he moved out was like when I first started getting into Fiona. Well, when we first started getting into Fiona and like it helped me process a lot of the anger that I had towards that and like the feelings that I was feeling about that relationship and the way that it ended um and continues on till this day because we're friends but um yeah listening to Fiona really helped me with that specifically win the pawn shouts out win the pawn <laughs> yeah um, someone else could have well I do I do just love that we're all sort of kindred spirits in that sense of like being obsessed with an album or an artist for a long time and needing to sit That's in a room yeah. Sit in a room and just listen. I do appreciate that about you guys. Uh, I remember, I remember, I think it was our second, our second or third recording of the podcast. Many, I think all three of you might have been here and we sat and listened to uh, Joanna Newsom together. Did oh, we? I certainly oh, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did we ever? <laughs> Some good times. The night that we listened to Fiona, Mac and I in the room, I will never forget. Title, her first album. Came out in what ninety six? Yeah. Um, we put it on and we were like, let's give this Fiona just a shot. You know, <laughs> Fiona Apple. Like if you had just heard of her, is kind of. Well, we had actually started listening to her that night because our good friend Alyssa, who oh was, Alyssa, Alyssa, um, we were at a show and um, Criminal by Fiona, the uh, her hit single of the nineties. Um, the music video was playing. And Alyssa turned to Mac and said, Mac, you look like Fiona Apple. Oh, yep. <laughs> Literally, that was it. It was over. Oh, we were like, whoa. Gave and me then a big head. Mac and I got yeah. home. But on title, we were like shocked out of our minds. We were like, let's start first song, first album. Let's go. The second time we listened to the album, that night, immediately after, we had set up Mac has like, <laughs> Mac has like a galaxy projection thing in her room. So we were like, okay, now we've listened to it. We know what's going on. Now the second time we listened to it, we got to really like be in it. We got to like set the screen. We got to do it. I so love this. Mac put on the galaxy screen <laughs> thing. We had, oh, no. we had like party mixed in the room. Yeah. And just like laying it on our beds, just soaking it all in. And that was like truly the end. It was the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. And, and I feel like. <laughs> Mac, you look like Fiona, and then it was like when the pawn felt like every song was literally written for your your experience. I feel I have like feelings for every single song <laughs> on when the pawn and a story to go with every single one. At some point in this call, we have to get Mac to do the recitation. Yes, of when the pawn. Oh, would you like to do that right now? I can do it right now. Okay. When the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. What he knows throws the blows when he goes to the fight, and he'll win the whole thing before he enters the ring. There's no body to batter when your mind is your might. So when you go solo, you hold your own hand and remember that depth is the greatest of heights. If you know where to stand, then you know where to land. And if you follow, it won't matter because you'll know that you're right. Dang. Ex holder of the Guinness World Record of longest charting album title. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't feel like we've heard Aaron's journey, though. Uh Yeah, no, Aaron hasn't said anything yet. Aaron's journey is, I feel like mine is kind of connected to Max in that I don't think that I would have listened to Fiona if it hadn't been such a huge part of, like, 
that time period in the witch house yeah it was kind of like a collective experience i feel like like obviously it's very personal it's super but me, but we share all traumas yeah <laughs> i feel like at first i was definitely along for the ride i wasn't like as committed right away as everybody else was um but i had kind of a similar experience with when the pawn where it really just like something in it just like the bassoon the bassoon the bassoon especially <laughs> i'm a sucker for a good bassoon but like something about her just like got stuck inside of my brain and i couldn't let it go and i have no intention of doing that especially not living here with oh guys. yeah no yeah um, there is one specific video on youtube it's a full set of fiona apples oh. from when touring on win the pond it is in pennsylvania that video literally changed my life i we watched it the other night um it's like just a full live set of hers and she like you can see the way that she like lets it all everything like, out every single song she gives every part of her soul to and when the song is over she just like kind of like wakes up like every time it's like <laughs> She doesn't know where she is or what she's doing. She's just, like, letting it out. And that is, like, the most crazy, powerful, like, she doesn't give a fuck what she looks like up there. Like, she does not care at all. She's just, like, she's doing it because she has to. Yeah. We should post something, some clips of that performance, I feel like. Oh, the wedding yeah. <laughs> I remember when you were first introducing me to Fiona, we would listen. And then I remember the night when you, I think it was, like, the second or third time. You were like, okay, Macy, now you need to watch this. And I remember being like, I came home and was like, <laughs> I don't know what I just experienced. Like, <laughs> incessantly YouTubing Joanna, or not, not Joanna, Joanna Fiona <laughs> Apple live. Um, yeah, well, and then there's that, like, live bootleg that we really like, yeah. Fiona Apple live at the Orpheum. That was from when she was just touring on Tidal, and she's like, 18 years old like treating the crowd like they're her friends she's like i didn't even tell you guys that <laughs> <laughs> like the first time she reads when the pawn because when the pawn wasn't even like a thing at all yet but she's like this thing i wrote and she like does the whole thing on stage that one's a really good one too so dope. and she was only 18 at the time of that one yeah i think she actually was 19 when it came okay. out but okay. she was 17 when she was writing title like she was so advanced in her like clarity of self and ways to express that it's admirable it's kind of cool because i i like it when there's an artist like this that you can just the material is already all out there like she had already had like four or five albums that you could enjoy i mean because criminal came out for me title came out when i was like literally i think i'm fiona apple's age like, <laughs> how old are you i'm i'm 40 She's 42. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean that, 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 that song and album came out when I was in high school. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys just went on the full, full deep dive. Yeah. It yeah. was just waiting for us. We just had to find it. The Idler Wheel, I remember it came out when I was in high school and Pitchfork rated it really highly or whatever. And I remember reading the review because I was super into reading Pitchfork at the time. And I never listened to it for like, you know, whatever reason, I just never listened to it. But I'm like glad that I didn't in a way because I like needed to have that entire deep dive experience like when I had it. Yeah. And that yeah. makes sense. So what is it for you guys? I mean, I mean, that's it's, it seems like a, it seems like a silly and obvious question, but you have to ask the question to get the answers. So I need some answers here. No, I mean, <laughs> in what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you were going through a breakup and, and I do think like Fiona is is like 
really big empowering lyrics like yeah. even the the big empowering moment of uh i climb like peas on this one like it's, i get super fired up about yeah. that but, um yeah i mean it w in what particular ways was it speaking to you at the time when you first started or continues to still it just like to me represents like a woman who knows exactly who she is and exactly what she deserves and is able to verbalize the hurt that she has felt in such a way that it's like healing to hear but not only just for us to hear but like for her to make as well she said like she puts it all out and then she doesn't know if she's ever going to write anything again because she only will when she has to get it out hmm. so it's like that's just like i guess what it is it's just like it's an aspiration i guess yeah like everything she does is intentional it's crazy seven years between albums mm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. a lot can happen in seven years yeah a lot can happen in seven years how about you guys same yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the way that she the words that she uses to express what she's trying to say are like so like ron said intentional um i mean you read like i'm thinking of valentine you yeah. like read the lyrics to valentine without um music and it's a poem yeah. and like oh yeah similar, yeah um, and the words she uses are very like normal words that you say in conversation a lot of time, but uh, that you don't really hear put into like a song with this insane cacophony going on. Um, and sometimes it makes them uncomfortable too, because she's just like, I'm going to say piss. Like, I, I hate that word. But yeah. she's like, I'm going to say it and I have to say it because Nothing no other work. word will work. And she does that a lot, like across all five now albums. Yeah. Um, that's really funny why yeah why is that word make i can i feel a little uncomfortable too with that word it's yeah. like just it's like vulgar it's, I don't know. yeah it's so rash it's yeah just not in, it's not the kind of vulgarity you're used to hearing in music it's really yeah, like it's from a woman surprise. Surprise. yeah, yeah. True. I mean, I, I was just, I sent Macy this thing the other day, I guess we're going to go on a weird detour here for a second, but like it was the, um, the queer theology department from union seminary and they had mm -hmm. like their like master's students bios. And this one guy person was, was like saying how they encounter God and, and they wrote uh warm piss going down my leg in the middle swimming naked in the ocean. Ooh, that sounds like a Fiona lyric. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I can see what you're saying, and that probably is a nice feeling, but what are we talking about? And why did you use that <laughs> word? You know a different no. feeling. Yeah. Like, visceral. Visceral. Yeah, visceral. Very visceral. Fiona is very visceral. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm instantly, like, feeling it in my body. Me too. I'm kind of, like, jacked up right now. I'm, like, thinking about Woo! Fiona! Ah! Okay. <laughs> A lyrical structure on idler wheel and i'm like sweating yeah <laughs> no I, I feel a little sweaty right now get a little pumped <laughs> oh yeah ron how would you say where where is your true love from fiona come from i oh. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like i feel like it's already kind of been summarized like it's yeah. very there's no bullshit to any, can i say bullshit you can say bullshit <laughs> there's no like there's no filler to anything that she does. It's all very, like we said, intentional and thought out. And at the same time, it feels kind of spontaneous. Mm -hmm, like yes. with the vulgarity and the language that she uses, it feels like it's just kind of like a stream of consciousness, but in a very mm. structured way. I also feel like in conversations we've had for you, the like music was structured up a lot for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. instruments. The bassoon. 
<laughs> yeah, like in When the Pawn, they featured bassoon very heavily, and I was classically trained in bassoon <laughs> for seven years. I'll drink to that. Um, Some information. So, I didn't know that. That's why the bassoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and so classical instruments like that really get me into hear them worked into music in a way that's like fresh and it's modern. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really exciting for me personally. And so I think that that adds a really interesting dimension to her work. Yeah. Especially on the line. My mind, it, my mind instantly goes to Sufjan when you mention classical oh, yeah. instruments now being worked on. Don't say his name. Whew. So. i think Lindsay, you pointed out like and i i remember when we were listening to fiona mac you always would kind of talk about how it was getting you back in touch with oh no your poetic self like the way in which fiona writes her lyrics it it does I feel like I even found myself like inspired. Like I can write poetry. If Fiona can do it, yeah. I can too. You know, like feeling like she's very empowering in that way. Yeah, I agree. What are there any other types of artists as a house that you guys will just like right now? We're gonna sit and listen to this album and this artist right here. Joanna, right Joanna, Joanna <laughs> Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean. Yeah, yeah. SZA, always and forever SZA. Oh. For me, it's bright eyes, not necessarily with these guys. Mitski? Like oh, yeah. We, it's been a minute since we've had a Mitski moment. I really listened to her in quarantine. I feel like that's I'm afraid lot. to get into it's like Mitski. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's all I listened to at this time last year, and I don't know if I can go back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, What's the story? What, what, is There's not mutual feelings about bright eyes in this house? I'm the bright eyes fan, yeah. <laughs> is what I would just say. I was not going to when it comes to being a fan of Bright Eyes, like it's not accessible to people like us. <laughs> we all love and appreciate Bright Eyes, but aren't they coming out the new album? Or did they just come out? They now? are coming out with the new album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's something I've been waiting for for nine years. Literally, I've been a fan of Bright Eyes since I was 13, 14. Um, I have a collection of rare Bright Eyes records. <laughs> like I have it all. Like I'm in it to win it with bright here's eyes. Yeah. yeah here's the bright eyes this is a print from a oh. uh show that they did a long time ago and here's SZA. and SZA is right <laughs> <up>. <laughs> i was yeah. talking my 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 uh middle brother is a huge bright eyes fan and i like to talk to him we, yeah yeah we were talking the other day and i said something uh, i said something like i'm wide awake and dreaming is my favorite album he goes yeah that's a really normie thing to say like you're not oh, a that is. That's normie opinion. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is its sister album digital ashton and digital urn which was released on the same day yes. it's like the dark oh, version album. <laughs> it is the forbidden i'm wide awake and sorted <laughs> yeah that came um, out when i was like 25 i think 2005 it came out yeah so. there you go should we talk about the album yeah probably <laughs> let's let's talk about but i also i want to ask this just because i'm curious if you guys had to pick an album before fetch the bolt cutters that was a favorite album matt the- we know it's win the pond for you but <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay and ron what would you guys say idler wheel idler wheel yeah just every song every word and the way they come together and mm-hmm. then the feeling you have mm-hmm. when it's finished. Yeah. Yeah. Does it end with hot knife? Does it end with yeah. Hot knife? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It does. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's when the pawn. 
I really am torn between when the pawn and eyes are real, but the bassoon doesn't. <laughs> I will never turn my back on her. Okay, the, but the bassoon and extraordinary machine though. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it's only really heavily featured in the opening track though. That is true. Hmm. Macy's favorite is extraordinary machine. Yes. I think it. I think it was, but I think before. I feel like in the last year, Idler Wheel kind of started to sneak up and take first place for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then it's extraordinary machine. I think for me, it does go in reverse order mm-hmm. of when they came out. Oh yes, I. I- Al- although I haven't, I have not weighed in. I don't know where Fetch the Bolt Cutters lies in the mix because it's Me too, neither. it's too soon to tell. It's too fresh. It's a newborn baby. I'm not ready for that yet. That's a great way of saying it. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. It's like, a newborn <laughs> baby. I don't. I can't think about the ranking anymore. It's <laughs> all the rest equally after when the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Just flat. Okay. Okay. Now let's get into Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah, well, uh, let me have let me ask uh, one more question too, though. Um, uh, Mac, you were saying you were you're reading Pitchfork reviews. So, how much investment do you have in in Fetch the Bolt Cutters being a ten? My stance on this is that I kind of think music reviews in general are kind of like bunk. You know, I think Pitchfork has more clout than it deserves for what it is. It just like it doesn't necessarily mean something is good depending on what they say but the 10 they gave it is real. Like, you know that they don't give out 10s and like a 10 that they give the 10s previous have been like, you know, like groundbreaking albums in their ways. Like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, mm-hmm. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco. It's like, those are like iconic albums of their times. And I think that the 10 that they gave it was more culturally significant than like, mm-hmm. than like good it was. personally significant, you know, like for me, it was going to be a 10 regardless. But, like, mm-hmm. the fact that it has that recognition from someone, like, a company that is so, like, notoriously stingy on their 10s. It's, yeah. like, that's, yes. that says more than their review actually says. Dang. that we, we, we were trying to keep our initial conversation short because we knew we were going to be interviewing you guys. And I, I was sad that we didn't get to talk about the 10. That was, like, perfectly said. I was, like. <laughs> We could just write that down and send it out into the world. Perfect. <laughs> a clip of you saying it. And then yeah. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, what I said on the podcast last week. <laughs> I got to manipulate Mac's voice to sound like mine. I'm like, this is, these are my thoughts. <laughs> That's good. I mean, yeah, I've always followed Pitchfork, and I have such ambivalent feelings about it because similar. Like, I don't want to invest too much in one group's opinions, but when when they do do something like that you want it i want i want it to be significant for fiona mm-hmm. yeah you know? so. well the thing is that's also great about it is she probably doesn't care yeah, well, like, yeah so totally seriously. i'm sure she does not care she's yeah. like oh people like this weird i just made it mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's i had no choice to yeah. that's really inspiring she's like, welcome to my home i guess like yeah my dogs <laughs> my dogs are on all the songs <laughs> <laughs> we love mercy gosh all right what should we do Okay. First impressions. First impressions. You put but, on the album. But also, I guess I feel like Fiona has been putting out these like videos, and you guys have, we've been kind of keeping up with, keeping anticipating up with this album. So I guess what's that been like? And then once the album came out, what were the initial feelings? Oh, it feels surreal that it's actually <laughs> here. Happens. It feels like, it. like I knew it was, and we knew from like little screenshots of little videos on Instagram from Fiona's friends that she was working on an album. And then she finally admitted it and we were like 
What? Um, and then the fact that she decided to release it six months early. I she know. I know. We have to like. I didn't have time. I feel like I was blindsided in the best yeah. way possible. Um, gosh, we listened to it on my bed. Yeah. I waited to listen to it until Lindsay got home. Lindsay was in LA and I waited to oh. listen to it until she got home. Yeah. I, I, I felt a little bad because I group messaged them and was like, are you guys listening? And they were like, we're waiting for Lindsay. And I was like, literally i went okay. offline for 15 hours because i didn't want to see anything about it the only thing i knew about it is that it got a 10 because i had fe- like 15 people dm me on twitter yeah i bet <laughs> like closed out but um yeah that was the only thing i knew going into it i waited on purpose that's a really that's a really nice friend move you know it meant so much to me <laughs> like of course we all would do that for each other like the fact that this impending day was happening, the biggest day yeah. of our lives. <laughs> the best day of our lives. <laughs> I will a- say that if Lindsay had not been coming home on Friday, I would have rethought the decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You knew it was close, so yeah. you only had to wait like sixteen hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that is a nice feeling. I mean, I think Beyonce has done some of those. Just drop the album, yes. and then like it's you know on. Beyonce self-titled. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that happened. I mean, I, I it, that's the one that like um, came out with what? Which one was the one that came out with all the music videos attached Lemonade. to it? Yeah. Oh, Beyonce had music videos for all of them too. Yeah, I think so. That's and true. And that, that was like the kickstart of the like surprise album trend that's been like for the past few years. Like that was like the first one. I do feel like Max should work for like a music publication. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel disingenuous because I'm not a musician. I don't think it's really fair for people to like be critics if they're not actually musicians. Well, you and Ron can team up because (laughs) this is a classically trained musician here. Um, (laughs) And the girl who likes to talk. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, No, but but, like, it's like the opposite of Kanye who will tell you when he's releasing it and then not release it and then give you another date and then still not release it. It's maddening. Yeah, just like Frank Ocean. Well, Kanye has the thing too, like Fiona. He just gets excited and announces it early but Kanye's biggest inspiration he has said is Fiona Apple and she interviewed him one time like several really? years ago. she oh, did yeah. an interview of Kanye West it's you guys so should find good. it I need it's- to find it because that seems chaotic <laughs> I'm really I'm really off on Kanye these days oh, she like sasses him though because he's like yeah uh-oh oh no Dream I've ever heard an opening line more powerful. I've never been so insulted in all my life. And she looks at him. Well, I guess you can't really tell, but I'm. And she goes, actually, it's the opening line of the second verse. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kanye, 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 Kanye. Okay, yeah. bolt cutters. Okay, so you guys are Ron. Are you there too? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We're you guys are laying on the bed. Did you put on the galaxy scene? It was, no, it was daylight. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys! Coffee. I'm so excited for you and with you. And Red Bull. We Red Bull. Red Bull. And, Red Bull. and we all just laid we on our tweet. backs. We did. We laid on <laughs> our backs in complete silence for the first listen and said nothing. And then as soon as it was over, we immediately restarted it. Yeah. <laughs> again, but this time we were like, ooh. <laughs> 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 like making little sounds. Wow. <laughs> like, oh my god. Holy After shit. a song ends. Yeah. <laughs> Her mind. Mostly 
feeling rather than talking about it. Oh, oh yeah. I've listened to it, I think, probably about 50 times at oh, this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's <laughs> just like, listening all the time today. Yeah, I really do be listening. It's like, I can't believe that there's new content. Like, over 20, until today, like 24 years, she had only had four albums out. Like, there's five albums out. She has like 50 total songs, and not a single one is bad. Yeah. Like, no snoozers in the whole discography no snoozers i can't think of one there isn't one <laughs> she even says one. she thinks the only song of hers that maybe not should have been released is uh please 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 from extraordinary machine because she only wrote it at the behest of the label and she like still is like yeah i think that's the or I, i'm pretty sure it's please 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 but she's like yeah that's like the only song because like they just kind of made me put it in there yeah but, but then she's also kind of saying that in it like no more that, melodies yeah, exactly. so it's like that's it yeah. has that merit of it being like an F you to that song. Give us something familiar, something similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want this. Oh. Extraordinary Machine had all of its drama when it was coming out. Okay, so I guess once you guys have now listened to Twice Through and you've given some grunts and reactions, small reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How are you guys feeling? Like, are, are songs standing out as favorites? Like, what, what are you loving most about it? Mm. every song just as every fiona album mostly well even on title every song is just like its own album yeah <laughs> yeah and the mm, my first i think one of the first things i said after we listened the first couple times was that she is so angry and heartbroken and is still just as angry and as heartbroken <laughs> as she always has been. Seriously. Um, or at least she's like laying into those emotions a lot still, which was like dope because a lot of times, you know, as artists grow and age, especially when she was like doing her thing when she was fucking 17, freaking 17. Um, like the fact that that is still holding true now, but in this like different, like, she's realized so much now but she still is feeling angry and she's still hurt but also like let me tell you what i'm gonna do yeah about it i'm gonna write this. fetch those bolt cutters yeah yeah we've been here too long yeah it's like the perfect quarantine anthem it is, True. It is. maybe that's why she decided to release it i, I think I, it is she was like, should I release it? She, like, posted a video, like, should I release it early? Like, really early? Should I do it? <laughs> do and then it. she was out. This way that she's doing it, she doesn't have to go on, like, Jimmy Fallon. And just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she gets to stay at home because she has to. Mm -hmm. And oh. she loves that. She yeah, loves that is her ideal way to release an album, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no impending tour immediately. No know? pressure. Yeah. I do. I, I, am, I am already sad for quarantine to end. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, now, now listen, I keep saying that and I, and I have to say like, it sounds insensitive in the sense that like the, the economy needs to reopen. People are dying. That, that is important. I'm just saying in my spirit, I'm already anticipating like people trying to get me out of my house and doing things. Oh, now I gotta go somewhere. But the, you know, the energy Usually people are like, oh, he doesn't want to go. But then the energy is going to be like, but we haven't seen them in forever, of course. Oh and I'm going to be like, no, I still want to stay at my house. <laughs> you can come over. Yeah, yeah. It's worst nightmare, literally. <laughs> we have to go to a party. We have to go. <laughs> and you have to be more excited than you used to be. <laughs> 
you to pretend to be more excited. Mm-hmm. He's got the two biggest fans of staying at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I'm like I dying. Know, I don't know what you two thought the first time. Yeah. Wait. Especially with Scott not being, I don't know if you're like a closet Fiona Apple stan that we don't know about, <laughs> but you like not listening 24 seven like all of us do. Like, what was your reaction? What a great question. Um, I'm I'm a music fan, so like I'm out here reading the reviews and stuff too, and um, I appreciate and know of Fiona. I was saying Macy and I had a funny conversation before we even started recording last week. Like I don't feel like I'm Fiona's target audience, so no. like <laughs> her her music doesn't like it like resonate with my soul and life experience as much as I feel like it obviously does for you guys. But I definitely appreciate her lyricism and poetry and energy and creativity. And I can listen to these albums and get super into it. But I do appreciate like what you guys are saying, like on an emotional or I mean, a compositional creativity level. Like one of my favorite musicians that I'm always trying to push on people is Tom Waits. Oh, yes. yeah. And it's everybody instantly is like, oh, that voice, ah, you know, and it's like, oh, no, but it's so cool and different. And I love I feel like they're like kindred spirits, like it's that strange, aggressive, sort of off kilter sound. What one person used the word rickety for this album, like it sounds rickety, you know. Yes, and I, yeah. Um, so I'm I definitely listen to it, and, and um, right off the bat, I I think I was saying to Macy like, it had it had like uh some well you it comes in with like this like Casio sounding little like synth sound, and then all of a sudden the pianos come in. I was like, it kind of sounds like a Stephen Sondheim musical, like we talked about Into the Woods. <laughs> yeah and you're just on for the journey you know it's like oh what is happening and it keeps building and so like yeah i definitely appreciate it on that level and then definitely had huge moments i mean i think i get emotional when she starts singing fetch the bolt cutters oh that song i said previously not today but in the past i have said that song makes me want to rip my head off (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it's like i need to do something i want to just i want to rip my head off when i hear it that's all i'm saying but I do love how it gets quiet and reflective at that point. And instead of like screaming at that point, it's like a very tender, like, I don't know. I, I just like the energy there, but I was telling Macy too, my favorite song for me personally is the under the table song. Oh, um, and that is one I relate to because I talk too much and most people are metaphorically and literally kicking me under the table most <laughs> days. So I was like, yeah, yeah. kick me under the table. Oh, you want to shut up. Won't shut up. <laughs> fancy wine i won't shut up yeah seriously how about you what everyone else's favorites what was that Hmm. what's your favorite what was your first experience well i mean we kind of talked about this already but my first experience (laughs) sorry i was (laughs) i can hear i was very i mean i was first cooking and listening to it i didn't i didn't Uh-oh. wait and have the setup but i almost enjoyed that like i listened to first with matthew and ruben and we were like i was like oh my gosh i think this album is coming at a very personal time and so it feels yeah. very uh like very guttural it was like very immediately lyrically and sonically moving me like yeah. beyond what i could like it was just happening so <laughs> yeah it's just, you know, you're just there. I'm like, okay, Fiona. Like, I'm so excited this is your, I'm listening to this, but also it takes you to a place. Yeah. Uh, favorite song? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But I think by the time Shamika is on, I'm like. That's losing. the second song. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm <laughs> losing my mind. <laughs> I'm feeling very pumped. 
pounding on the leaves, the pavement. Going yeah, to that song really gets me already like very pumped. So I listened to it, and then yeah, I listened to it like two or three more times that night, and then the next morning. I think it's listening the morning after you've kind of like slept on it. That I was yeah. like, oh, everything was hitting me in a new way. I would say, but yeah, it's. I think this is like superseding my expectations of what oh, this album oh, could have been. I'm like, this is all I could have asked for. And I feel so inspired and so pissed off and so mad and also like sad, but also yeah. like excited when I'm done listening to it. So <laughs> shout out to Fiona for that. I mean, I think, I think the most like viscerally and like, I don't know. Troubling. I don't know if that's the word I want to use uh, for her is such a high moment. Yeah. Almost like the, the next two songs are all almost like the come down almost. I don't know if that, but yeah, that's a, that's a powerful yeah. and that's a hard song. Yeah. You know, yeah, that is, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. It's just that. She doesn't, uh, she, uh, she does really yell out the words. You raped me in the same bed your daughter was born in. Like she does not pull any punches. Nope. Like that scares people. Like that big time scares people. Well, and it's said with I, such uh, like that crazy like switch up, and you're like the way in which she's saying it too. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, you said that. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't have the space to do the listening because I I think I think Macy sent me a text. And it was in the morning and I was also in that space of like, well, it has to happen now. I, I don't know when I'm going to, I want to listen to this. And we were, uh, I, but I have my kids and family around stuff. So it wasn't, I didn't have that pure sit down and listen all the way through. So yeah. I remember driving in the car on that song when that line popped up for the first time. And I was like, wait, did I just hear this right? Like what? And I had to stop and pull over. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, it was emotional, but I was like, let me listen to that whole song again. Cause where yeah. did that come from? Like yeah. I missed something, you know? She wants you to be actively listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always do. Yeah. Do you guys have, I guess, now top contenders for fave songs? Ladies. Yeah, ladies. ladies. Is my newspaper is. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Newspaper. Really Vegetable cutters. The song, yeah. as I've talked about, that I mean every song really. Relay, relay is great. Relay, relay is so good. Oh, relay. My hot take is I think Relay might be one of my least favorites. <gasps> Uh-oh. That's my hot take. Oh, why That's is, a hot take. What's my hot take least I favorite? I think it probably is best melody, yeah. honestly. I was actually going to say Ladies is probably my least favorite, but I still like it. See, I'm really big into, like, the melodical parts. And so, like, the whole part of Ladies when she's, like, singing about the dress in the closet, mm -hmm. like, that part makes me feel crazy. I love that. <laughs> and, like, that, like... 30 seconds is the whole reason like i think that song is my favorite just because of that part yeah now i feel like oh. i need to listen to ladies heavy balloon yeah heavy, heavy balloon. balloon i forgot how could i forget heavy I balloon spread like strawberries. i think that's my second favorite oh. it's so i'm like ready to punch a wall by the end of yeah, that song. exactly <laughs> it's so good crazy dude it's so good what, what would be miley's favorite what's the last song's title on I go. On I go. For some reason, I think that that might be. It's a nice ending. After all you've been through, it's very meditative. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, on I go. Like, I'm floating. I'm, I'm getting better. We've had the big high moments, but yeah. now it's just like, you know. <laughs> did you guys read the Vulture article where she explains all the songs? I oh. think I did. I listened I to some interview. Um, this was my preparation work I needed to do. Oh, this good. Morning. I would love to hear. 
I was I read the Vulture article and she says that On I Go is like a variation of this chant that she was chanting when she got put in jail because she got arrested for marijuana possession in 2012. <sighs> and she said that that song is like uh, grows out of this chant that she was chanting to herself in the jail cell. Oh uh, my and goodness. It's a grabbing thing for her. Dope, dope, <laughs> arrested for marijuana. That's I so love wild. everything about that story. Well, mugshot, you must see the mugshot. Oh my she gosh. posted a picture recently of her wearing a shirt with her own mugshot on <laughs> it. Was it. In the vulture. That's yeah, so it was cool. In the vulture. Uh, we so don't you, deserve Fiona Apple. No, super don't. <laughs> at all. Oh, I feel guilty every day waking up. <laughs> how how do we how do we deserve how do we get this? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying oh to look goodness. up this mugshot right here. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Isn't it dope? It's a yeah. great mugshot. Holy oh cow. My God. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you've already seen it, but <laughs> that's really cool. So sick. Gosh. Um, yeah, you know, I think I've talked – I was talking about this writer I like, Paul Tillich, and he ta- has this book called The Courage to Be that I really like. It's almost like the boring philo- philosophical writing version of this album, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like The Courage to Be essentially is like The Courage to Exist, and um, he talks a lot about, like um, – evolution being a good metaphor for your you know you're fighting for survival like fighting tooth and nail to exist not just like physically exist in the world but like your your spiritual soul who you are your personality what you have to offer you know is is like fighting like survival the fittest like clawing to the surface struggling to exist and that's what the climbing like uh peas and yeah like heavy heavy balloon it really like solidifies that Survive. I already said. That? Oh, go ahead, Lindsay. Uh, his name is Paul Tillich. He's one of my favorite writers. <laughs> yeah. I I was saying earlier in the podcast that Heavy Balloon feels like Extraordinary Machine, but like yeah, uh, almost like an amplified and like grown up version. Like yeah. Like, Ooh. Well, like I feel like I want you to love me. Like could be like on when the pot like yes. you know yeah like, yeah like in the article too like there are parts of the songs that she was writing as a teenager or like little pieces that she like wrote in her journals or whatever like and that like evolution is also crazy too because like over 24 years you have five albums and each is like a specific like slice of life mm-hmm. but in all of them like and she says like yeah this part i've been like kind of basically workshopping for like 10 years it's like okay, how? Wow. She writing wow. relay when she was fourteen. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, she wrote what? the line "Evil is a relay sport" when the one that burned turns to pass the torch. At like, fourteen, in her- and she's just been holding that in her pocket just in the there. whole time. She's like twenty twenty. They'll need it. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I'm like, thank you. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I think you guys are saying earlier is something that resonated with me as an older person is that it is nice. Like I think Mac was saying this, that Fiona in so many ways is still struggling with these things. Like obviously we don't celebrate people struggling, but I I think that's the myth is like people are supposed to not be struggling as much at this age. But I think, I think what happens is people just get, uh, it becomes a little less socially acceptable to struggle. And so by this time you're supposed to have yourself figured out and have a lot of like, tools to keep yourself emotionally <laughs> calm or something <laughs> That's true. but that we're still true. going through things we're still out here living life and having feelings <laughs> yeah 
maybe that's why I like noted. I mean, it must be why I like noticed that is because like you don't hear forty-two-year-olds, you know, expressing that type of anger and emotion mm-hmm. and heartbreak is like kind of jarring when you don't know why it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, compare it to like um, the Strokes' new album, mm-hmm. which I thought was just so boring. And you're like, what? What are these people saying? Like, especially Julian Casablancas, who's the lead singer, who I'm a huge fan of. I'm like, what? Do you not like him? <laughs> I don't like the Strokes. Oh man, I'm a huge Strokes I love, fan. I love the Strokes. Yeah, all right. I love the Strokes, but I don't like Julian Casablancas. Oh, that's so funny. Is he just annoying to you? Like, I don't really know him that well. I just like his voice. (laughs) He's an old friend. Um, (laughs) uh, I just don't like everything he is. I think he's. (laughs) I think he's disingenuine. I just. I can see that. I can totally see that. I think he's really talented, and I think he knows how to write like what's good and what people are gonna like. And I also do like it. Like I love like three of the Strokes albums are like some of my favorites forever. But I just. like the music maybe that's my point though disingenuous it's like yeah i don't i don't feel like i'm getting like raw soul yeah. stuff on this album or from julian casablanca it's like like we you do from fiona in your music mm-hmm. like either that or something so like constructed that it's like this was crafted and not just like mm-hmm. yeah i have this aesthetic so i'm gonna go with it type of situation yeah with fetch the bolt cutters it's i don't feel like fiona's holding anything back from us like I feel like exactly like she's she's always giving so much to the point where sometimes I'm like whoa Fiona like (laughs) you don't have to tell us everything (laughs) but she does but she does but she has to at the same time she thinks of us as her friends I didn't tell you guys that she says oh my gosh yeah I think it's a it's a real it's a really good album holy cow 10 out of 10 from me yeah, you're only saying that because Pitchfork said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, what's What's the album we're all now next looking forward to aside from Bright Eyes? Frank Ocean. Scissor, Phoebe Bridger. Phoebe Bridger's new album, Punisher, June 19th, baby. June 19th. Bam. Bam. Mm. Uh, Kendrick <laughs> may be releasing something this oh. year. I keep hearing that. Some people keep rumoring it's going to be like a rock album. That would be so dope. It's like when Lil Wayne started playing guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he could do it. I, be- I believe yeah, in Kendrick. I think he could too, actually. Oh, I'd love to hear Kenny. <laughs> Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Kenny. Rock Kenny. Yeah. Um, Run the Jewels is supposed to come out, the new album. Oh, new oh, one yeah, that is supposed to come out. Yeah. I um, think I haven't heard about a lot of music this year. Isaiah Rashad came out. Oh, another TV artist. Yes. We loved. Oh, they froze. Oh. Hopefully they come back. Oh, are we back? You're back. Oh, you're, you're back. back. There you are. <laughs> we were just saying we love and appreciate Top Dog Entertainment. Top Dog TDE. Yeah. So good. Um, there's another one that I like from them. What's his name? Absol. He's from oh. Top Dog. Oh, Absol. Yeah. Um, I don't know well. I don't know, I don't know any well. of this. Yeah. I don't know any of these references at this point, but yeah, <laughs> probably fine. <laughs> Frank, o- a- Frank Ocean, does he even going to make albums anymore? Or is he just release singles now? Singles forever. No, <laughs> don't say it. Frank, he will release it in his own time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to protect him. You do. Um, no, he will, though. I don't That's think any of those singles will be on the album. What'd no. you say? 
I think a couple of them will be. I don't I think, think like, the singles will be on the. I hope it's a whole new album. Yeah. We don't know if Joanna Newsom will ever make another album. Oh, she has Baby one. Newsom. Well, I baby think she Skipper. will. I think yeah. she baby will. Skipper, baby <laughs> I more than anything would love to hear a new Joanna album, oh. but I know it's going to be a Fiona style wait. Oh, it's going to yeah. be. It's going to be when she is ready. And I mean, it's we have five years between Have One On Me and Divers. Yeah. yeah. So, well worth the wait. Well uh, worth the wait. I, I've, been a, I've been annoying Macy. And I'm trying. Well, I annoy Macy on many levels, but like one, one way I've been annoying is is I keep bringing up this Rick Rubin documentary. Um, have you guys heard of this? No. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna talk about it. Give, give me 20 seconds. Um, Rick Rubin documentary. I think it's on Amazon Prime or Showtime. It's called Shangri La. Okay. And he's got this like famous epic studio that he's been inviting people yeah. to for like 15 or 20 years. And so it's like a a four-part documentary series it's like a, a look inside and it's got all of our favorite artists coming through and recording with him and showing their process and like oh yeah i need to see that it's so good and then one one person in particular that he really goes deep diving and like mentoring is SZA. oh stop. yeah cool. stop i we, we will just watch started this watching later. breaking yeah. bad but after that we will watch this <laughs> they like he's like teaching her <laughs> to so meditate happy. and like it's like and she's oh, like all about meditation now yeah. she's like she did an instagram live with like sound bowls the other day and lizzo was really on that's amazing lizzo was on there too um lizzo <laughs> um lizzo was there too um yeah i love SZA. i can't wait for her new thing it's really sweet too because they have a big scene i think mid recording of this documentary mac miller died and so he was in there recording with rick rubin so that becomes a big thing i don't know it's really cool you guys would like it but also yeah. Breaking Bad. Mac was recording with John Bryan too, who produced uh, a lot of Fiona's stuff, specifically oh. when the pond. Um, but John Bryan it, like does a lot of hip hop stuff now, and there's this video that came out of him talking about Mac after his death, and he was like so shaken up about it. He was like, hmm. Mac was like the talent, like he had everything in him, and he was like such a great guy and like all this stuff and he was like crying talking about the max john bryan is like crying on camera talking about max like Bryan's. legendary was... producer john bryan oh. that's crazy gosh man I, we could have a whole a separate music podcast with this crew i know <laughs> music podcast yeah. that would be very fun <laughs> i would love to do it my non-musician talking head yeah, who's this fun. person it, she doesn't sound she doesn't like a classically trained musician <laughs> who is she you probably could. <laughs> I Mac, for being someone who doesn't do anything music, you are probably the friend that I think of the most to have music knowledge. Like Thank you're you. who I would go to. Obsessive interest. <laughs> well, oh, side note. I mean, okay, now I am firmly an annoying category here. Or, but um, that's another big thing. Talking to Rick Rubin <laughs> is like, <laughs> like he's one of the best producers of all time. But he said. Like he has no formal training and he basically just knows what he likes and he use, he's like the ultimate fan, he says. And that's what ma that's what's oh, made yeah. him successful. Yeah. That's yeah. So the ultimate, ultimate fan. fan. The ultimate fan. I'm going to stop talking about Rick Rubin now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, you guys, this is so sweet. It's so fun. Thank you for asking. Yes. First, oh, are there any are there any last thoughts you have to say or want to say or things that you're like, I need to say this about Fiona Apple or Fetch the Bolt Cutters or life in general? I have something to say. Yeah. Um, and if you're ever listening to the Idler Wheel, mm -hmm. do not skip Jonathan. Do not skip Jonathan. <laughs> 
the song Jonathan, you might think, hey, the song sounds crazy because it's literally recordings from a boot factory or a bottle factory or something. Uh, but say, no, 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 I remember what Lindsay said on this episode of No Small Things. Do not skip Jonathan. <laughs> oh, this I is wouldn't so dream good. Of, I would not dream this of skipping so Jonathan. Good. That's all I have to say. About a very important yeah. bit of advice. Yeah. Periphery either, but yeah. especially don't skip any song there's no listen to slow like honey that's a (laughs) standout of title i am wait can i ask one last like little question what does anyone have like a number one favorite fiona song of all time like can you name a single song mine is the first taste on yes it is i think mine might be not about love yes i think of you when i hear that song (laughs) yeah i can see that for for macy I'm trying to think about this new album. I mean, yeah, it's like what you guys said. It's like the new album's kind of a baby album, so it needs to really breathe for a little while. You know, it's got to be out there in the ethers. I think it sounds it's it sounds cheesy in the sense of like how powerful and raw her other songs are, but like I really was blown away by Hot Knife on the last album. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna say Hot Knife is my answer. Yeah. All right, Ron. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh my god it's yeah it's yeah. so like in the video oh the video yes, yes. i'll never escape the visuals her ex who when the pawn is about <sighs> didn't know that music fan here folks uh yeah well that's she was still dating him when the album came out but extraordinary machine i think is a lot about their breakup um but fiona had the anger and the feelings already in but yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. He directed a lot of her music videos. Actually. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. See, that's how I, I, I'm not surprised that they dated, but I didn't know. So wow. Ooh. So they were wow. The of the late nineties. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Is he married? What's he doing now? He's he... married to Maya Rudolph. Oh, I knew that. I actually knew that. They yeah. got married yeah. the year after Hello. him and Fiona wow. broke up. Like, oh, jeez. Jeez, Mac, you didn't say what your favorite song was, did you? Oh, okay. Well, the thing is, I feel like kind of obligated because I like really love Slow Like Honey. I feel like yeah. I would say that, but if I think about it too long, then I get other thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it kind of is like situational, but I don't know. I think I Slow Like Honey. Final okay, answer. okay, good. <laughs> You're hurting the other song's feelings. <laughs> I know. I don't want to hurt them. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, Man, this is so good. Fiona, you guys. Fiona, Fiona, you guys. Don't skip Jonathan. Don't skip Jonathan. Don't, don't even think about Stream it. Stream touch the bowl covers. Stream win the pawn. Uh, <laughs> think about Ron when you hear that bassoon. <laughs> think about me in every other capacity. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look like Fiona, so it'd be easy. Yeah, we'll have to post some Am pictures. Am I thinking of Mac or Fiona right now? Who's in my head? Mac, also, I feel like you should send me your best Fiona memes. And we'll, we'll like, so many. we'll post them in the stories. Yes, please. Literally, I have so many Fiona I, I make so many. Oh, please, um, please. That would be great. Yeah. No, I'll drop them in your in the chat. I'll drop them in your inbox. I'll put them in the comments. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I'll like and subscribe. <laughs> Is, has there been um, some like like quarantine uh, face mask updates or anything? What? Uh, I did have a mask Monday the other day. I actually recorded a, a unboxing video because I bought a new moisturizer. Nice. But I posted the unboxing video on Twitter. So if you want to see it, I'll send it to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, unboxing videos were sort of my gateway to ASMR. I was like, why am I liking this unboxing video yeah, so no, much? Like, you know? Unboxing the new iPhone, why am I watching it? I yeah. only break character one time in the new video. Yes, it's very good. It's like a bit, you know, but... Uh, oh, good, Mac. I broke character only once. <laughs> so. I love it. I love that we all have the ability to just do what we want to do, you know. It's great. Do unboxing videos, make a podcast about Fiona. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> be on a podcast about Fiona. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can we put this on YouTube? Are we would you guys be okay if we put the video on? Yeah. I don't okay. care. I don't know who I I I we're, we're, not, we're not really on YouTube, although we have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But it might be fun. We're trying to experiment with new things during yeah. these trying times. Yes. While I'll we're jobless. <laughs> I am kind of sick of that those th- those sentences. Like I've heard that in so many emails and precursors to every conversation in these trying times i know in I these know. times of uncertainty in these times of uncertainty i hope this finds you well yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay i think we'll Shut wrap this real quick we'll, we'll end the recording and then we can just say goodbye on not the we need several mics. layers of goodbyes <laughs> okay thank you yes, of yes. Course. goodbye to this recording Bye. goodbye to this recording Bye. thanks for listening everybody we don't know what the topic is next week do we no okay we'll see bye (laughs) people like us we play with a heavy balloon we keep it up to keep the devil at bay but it always falls way too soon people like us we play with a heavy balloon We keep it up to keep the devil at bay But it always falls way too soon People like us, we play With a heavy balloon We keep it up to keep the devil at bay But it always falls way too soon I spread it like strawberries I climb like peas and beans I've been sucking it in so long That I'm busting it Sucking it in so long But I'm busting at the seams In the middle of the day It's like the sun with the Sahara Wanna stare me down Forcing all forms of life inside of me To retreat underground It grows relentless like the teeth of a rat It's just got to keep on on at me And it constricts like a boa on a hose Nothing flows so the pressure grows instead of the sea like us get so heavy and so lost sometimes so lost and so heavy that the bottom is the only place we can find you get dragged down down to the same spot enough times in a row the bottom begins to feel like the only safe place that you know but you know what i spread like strawberries i climb like peas and beans i've been sucking it in so long that I'm busting at the scene